The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chicky is sponsored by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood, Ontario. Visit exchangingvowsbridalboutique.com for all your wedding and formal wear needs. Hi, I'm Gavin Russo from the Jersey Seasons, a tribute band to Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, and you'll be listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Donna Chicky with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. The Broadway musical Jersey Boys became an international success recently and brought attention to the hits from the 1960s, especially the Four Seasons. On August the 25th, the Old Town Terrace, in cooperation with Creative Gal Productions, presented the Jersey Seasons, a tribute band to Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, who performed to a sold-out audience at the Royal Canadian Legion in Collingwood. 25-year-old Gavin Russo with his vocal quality of a young Frankie Valley, reminiscing his appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show in 1962, brought back wonderful memories of those years gone by with such songs as Sherry, Walk Like a Man, Dawn, Ragdoll, and Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. While incorporating the look, instrumentation, and harmonies of the original Four Seasons. Joining me on Beach Corner from the Royal Canadian Legion in Collingwood are Gavin Russo and Fernando Curcioni from the Jersey Seasons. The Jersey Seasons are scheduled to perform at the Old Mill in Toronto on October the 14th. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Exchanging Val's Bridal Boutique in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio. Hi, I'm Andrew McNeil, Director of Economic Development and Tourism of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Recently, the Broadway musical Jersey Boys became an international hit and brought attention to the hits from the 1960s, especially the Four Seasons. Joining me at the Royal Canadian Legion in Collingwood are Fernando Curcioni and Gavin Russo from the Jersey Seasons. Great to see you guys again. Great to be here with you. So the last time we spoke, Fernando, mm-hmm. you were performing in the venue with the Beach Party Boys, a tribute band to the Beach Boys. And now you're back with the Four Seasons, a tribute band to Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. When performing these tribute bands, how different are they? Well, from one another, uh, one is from the West Coast, another from the East Coast. So you're getting, from California, you're getting more of an influence that Brian Wilson had with the four freshmen. Those harmonies were jazz harmonies, very sophisticated. Whereas in the East Coast in New Jersey, the harmonies came more from the streets of New York, which were more of a doo-wop, straightforward. um, So singers will understand what I'm saying. A uh, root, third, fifth, sometimes a seventh. Right, Gavin? Yeah. And so the harmonies were more basic than what the Beach Boys were doing. The Beach Beach Boys had more of a sophisticated type of harmony, whereas the Four Seasons harmony was kind of straightforward. 
So here are the Four Seasons were the first singing group in rock history to write and play their own instruments long before the Beatles and the Beach Boys. What do you like about Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons? Gavin. What I always loved about Frankie Valli was his amazing falsetto. Um, but with the Four Seasons as a whole, um, as a group, especially with the writing of Bob Gaudio when they, when they involved him into their group and they wrote hits like Sherry and Big Girls Don't Cry and the stories behind the songs too are quite interesting but what I like most about the Four Seasons is just the distinctive sound that they have that no one other band in any era ever really recreated Who forms part of the band and how did you guys meet? Our band is formed of of course, lead singer doing the Frankie Valley part is Gavin Russo, and uh, Jeff Scott is on piano and strings. Uh, Andrew Canning is playing the bass, the same bass player that was with Beach Party Boys, and Marco Spatafora on drums and myself on guitar. Great. So, Gavin Russo, you're only 25 years old. <laughs> you express the vocal quality of a young Frankie Valley. Being a tribute band and reliving the 1960s era and singing these smash hits, what is the recipe for a great song, according to you? According to me, a great, a great song is when you incorporate a, a deep lyric. The, the, the lyric has to be meaningful, um, coupled with an artist who can deliver that lyric with emotion and with feeling, as well as a musical grouping and a backing that complements the song and that complements the artist singing the song, um, as well as any of the uh, you know the behind the scenes work, such as the production of the song. That's also something that's very important. A lot of people seem to underlook is what goes on behind the scenes that that art that the the public does not necessarily see a strong hook mm-hmm. and that happened all in the recording studio and a hook of course right things things come up in the recording studio and that's what not when I getting back to the stories behind the songs things sometimes come up or ideas will come or oftentimes it'll be a mistake but that mistake fits so well with the song or sits well with the artist and they just leave it in or they incorporate it as a as a part of the song a repetitive part of the song oftentimes things happen like that and there was a lot of producers at that time specifically Phil Spector he was the one that led the way in terms of the sound that he was putting out with all the girl groups like the Chiffons and the Shirelles and his producing style brought a lot of the tambourines way up in the mix and so when they were doing the Four Seasons sound, uh, they, everybody was taking from one another, taking a little bit of recipes that worked and other hit songs. So, Gavin, you were so young. How did you get involved to start singing these Frankie Valley songs? What happened was, we're, gonna go, we're going back 20 years now. When I was uh, four years old, I got a hold of my grandfather's Buddy Holly record. And the console record player they had, I was, I was yelled at, I, I was scolded so many times, don't touch that record player. And one day I decided to be a rebellious little four-year-old and I touched the record player and I chose a Buddy Holly album and put it on. And 
I don't know what it was about the music, but it, it just it got me before I had a chance to be exposed to the new stuff. And then the story with learning about Buddy Holly led me to Richie Valens and years later to Roy Orbison and then to Johnny Cash and all the old music. I was always exposed to that as a youngster. Oh, that's amazing. And so I grew up with it. Basically, I grew up with that music in my veins. And music runs in my family. My entire, all of my dad's side of the family are musicians, so it runs in the blood. And my my exposure to the old music from my grandfather's albums are actually what set me on the course that brought me to where I am today. Now, did you take any singing lessons? Because, I mean, you sing so close to Frankie Valley. I did not. I have not taken any lessons. I was enrolled in guitar lessons at six years old, I believe, but I did not want to do the book work. I just wanted to play. Any kid who's learning an instrument, they just want to hear a sound come out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't getting that. So I put it away, and I picked up my dad's keyboard that he had left uh, behind. And I just started teaching myself piano. And then a few years later, I was enrolled in piano lessons just to learn some of the theory. But again, I quit that because the piano teacher was trying to tell me I already knew how to play by that point. And the piano teacher was trying to tell me, no, your fingers should be this way. And no, it should be this. And and you're, you're playing wrong. Your positioning is wrong. And your skill, you know, you, you need to refine your skill. And now, you know, in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't take her advice because I can't read a, a note on a sheet to save my life. So that, that year was a wasted year in lessons for me, I think. But uh, I haven't taken any lessons in music. Well, on that note, can you please introduce one of your songs? Absolutely. Here is a medley of uh, some of the Four Seasons songs that we do by the Jersey Seasons. The Jersey Seasons. Joining me are Fernando Curcioni and Gavin Russo from the Jersey Seasons. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio.
Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guests, Fernando Curcioni and Gavin Russo. So how much time is involved in incorporating the look, instrumentation, and harmonies of the original Four Seasons? Well, I'll tell you, uh, I got thrown into just doing it because I had a passion to get the shows up and out on the road, and um, I stumbled onto the things I had to do. So I became the wardrobe person, I became the road manager, I became the person that was booking the rehearsals and the rehearsal studio, sending parts to everybody, sheet music or whatever, uh, you know, resource material. I had a lot of help from Marco Spatafora, who is a musical director. So I've had a lot of support from everyone, but there's so many facets of putting the whole thing together. And finally, when everyone does their part at home and we show up at a rehearsal studio to see what it sounds like that's the exciting part because everyone's working on their own and you know learning their own part and then we come together and we and and we hear it and there's a little bit of tweaking involved you know so all the instrumentation and vocal harmonies are performed live without any tracks can you tell us more about this absolutely live with no tracks and we are fortunate that all of the players that we have are singers in their own right. So Jeff Scott's been doing his version of Buddy Holly, and he's also involved in uh, the Everly Brothers tribute. Jeff is a great singer. He has a high range. Um, and Andrew Canning is a great harmony singer. Uh, I've been a bass baritone singer for a long time, so sometimes part of the magic is the synchronicity of hooking up with other singers who uh, have a range that is different from your own and all of the voices seem to magically fit into the to the um, magical ingredients. Yeah. And Gavin, how do you warm up for a performance? I mean, to sing that way. I, I can't really say that I have a warm-up routine, to be honest. I don't. I, I sing and and tend to talk and sing, and I, I'm always using my voice mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. So I don't really ever perform any warm-up exercises. I mean, when I was when I was accompanying our high school choir, uh, quite a well, when I was in high school, only seven years ago, I graduated. They uh, he's they, so young. <laughs> they, they taught me some some vocal warm-ups that's what that was part of our course they were teaching vocal warm-ups and i picked up on a few of those things but i don't ever actually do them i think maybe i should now that you mentioned it (laughs) so you recently performed in michigan how was the show i mean it looks like it was a huge crowd there well there's one thing that we can be sure of always is when we bring american music to america there's going to be a great response and when we let them know we're from canada they i guess they get a kick out of it especially being close to the border as well as michigan our neighbors like that they appreciate a lot absolutely yeah so it was a fantastic response and i think with you know songs by the beach boys in the four seasons you can't go wrong so having traveled internationally what kind of response do you get from the audience Typically, um, I like to get a response. I like when when the audience is involved. Myself, when I when I throw them parts to sing um, in certain parts of the show, or or when I I engage them in dialogue, I love having a response from them. 
and I love when they clap, I love when they go crazy, because that means that gives me the signal that they've enjoyed it and that I've done my job right. Whereas if if there are times when the audience is less responsive, well, then I feel like maybe I've let them down. So that's kind of a letdown to me in the respect that I'm here to do to do justice to these artists and to try and entertain these folks. And if we don't get, you know, a, a very, um, you know, gleaming response from the crowd, it does it does tend to to affect me a little bit too. In that, uh, I feel like maybe I haven't done my job. Mm-hmm. For I, I will add something to that, okay. and that is because all of the songs that we do have been ing- have kind of been ingrained in the psyche of all the baby boomers that come to see our shows. Not that there's any. Not that there's not any young folks there, but most are people who grew up in the '60s with the transistor radio. So they all they already have a reference point to how that voice should sound mm-hmm. and how that music should sound. What I want, wanted to say about that is the reaction that they get from Gavin himself, who he's being modest here, that he has what I call the gift of mimic. It's like. Uh, you know, um, it, Rich Little or Frank Gorshin, who are these impersonators. Well, Gavin can take a voice and hear it, and uh, from Johnny Cash to Buddy Holly to Frankie Valley now to Brian Wilson, he can hear those voices and they will come out of him like yeah. they live inside of him. So the reaction I think that people uh, give us is, is hearing this impersonation and, and knowing that they've heard the voice on the radio and now it's being delivered to them live by somebody else. Wow, that's excellent. So you guys are performing tonight at the Conwood Legion. Mm -hmm. What can the crowd expect? Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. I know. (laughs) How wonderful. What are some of the songs are you planning? Well, we'll be performing the hits um, such as Sherry, Big Girls Don't Cry, Walk Like a Man, of course. But we we even uh, delve into some of the more recent hits that they had in the '70s. You know, Grease and uh, Who Loves You. We we go in. We go. We we do such a large uh, range of their music from the beginning, from 1962 and from the Ed Sullivan Show, right up until you know the disbanding of the Four Seasons when. In the late seventies, and we have a we we actually deliver the show in a little bit of a twilight zone way, where um, because of my age, I start the show in the present as Tommy DeVito, the only mob guy that was part of Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, uh, according to stories, I guess, and then I bring I bring the audience back to the past, and that's where Frankie Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes in as if it's 1962, and then it'll come back to me in the present, mm-hmm. and I'll be explaining things to the audience. Great. As Tommy DeVito, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, of course. So what's next for the Jersey Seasons? We are going to be in Toronto uh, at a place called the Old Mill on uh, October the 14th. Nice. And I think there's sh- some shows before that. I just can't think off the top of my head. Oh. But I don't know if there's anything in the region around here like you were saying we but travel a lot someone's interested and in, in following you or going to your concerts where can they find more information they can find information by going to the uh, agency that we're with is the booking house mm-hmm. 
and it's www.bookinghouse.com and um, there's phone numbers and they can call in and get a get a get a schedule from us excellent well thank you fernando and gavin for being my guests and wishing you and your band continued success but before you go can you please introduce one more song gavin. all right right here we have ragdoll as performed by myself and the jersey seasons you're listening to beach corner on beach booster radio don't go away we'll be right back after this song Gavin Russo and Fernando Curcioni from the Jersey Seasons for being my guests. The Jersey Seasons will be performing at the Old Mail in Toronto on October the 14th. For more information and concert dates, visit bookinghouse.com. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Dinah Chickie. Beach Corner's broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from our new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from my homepage to enjoy unique and local programming. Beach Corner's a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication. 
If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at BeachBooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.